High School Football on Round Guy Radio is brought to you by Mike's Auto Sales of Muscatine, Iowa Tire of Fairfield, Iowa, Kyoto Transmission and Repair, Flint Cliffs Manufacturing of Burlington, Iowa, Wester Drug of Wilton and Muscatine, Jen Fagan, your neighbor's insurance agent, Home Plate Sports Cards of Oskaloosa, Henshaw Trailer Sales of Richland, Iowa, B&B Propane, Richardson's Tech Solutions of Richland, Iowa, Farmers Co-op and Vision Ag of Kyoto and surrounding areas, Packwood Locker of Packwood, Iowa, soon to be Griner Meats and Groceries of Richland, Iowa. Well, we got Coach Parkinson with us, and this guy loves to talk about Linville Sully Hawk, so I'm sure that he's going to bring it up somewhere in the interview. Uh, welcome to the program, Coach. <laughs> hey, thanks, Dave. Yeah, we might talk about those Hawks a little bit. Okay, well, uh, uh, you had a, a pretty big game, probably one of the biggest games in the state. You know, it, it isn't very often uh, when the, the last game of the year is, uh, you know, really going to decide whether you're – essentially what was on the line here was a home playoff game. Am I not correct? No, you're, you're absolutely correct. Uh, between us and Central Decatur, uh, the winner uh, would get to host the first round. So – uh, definitely a big game and a, and a game that we were excited to be part of. We we would like our, our last game of the regular season to, to be a big game, and and that just it helps kind of get you ready for the postseason when you when you got to play a team that you got to play your very best for. So uh, really uh, really proud of the guys. They they stepped up. Our defense played just lights out in this game uh, against a team that's got a lot of weapons. Good quarterback who can run it and throw it all over the place. Some good receivers and and uh, really talented uh, tailback. And they they played outstanding defense as well uh, in the last few games. Central Decatur has uh, well coached team and, and they had some couple big linemen too. So our our guys uh, and they stood the test big time. And, and I thought our, our defensive line and, and linebackers just uh, and DBs just just played lights out uh, last night. Yeah. Well. Uh... Let's talk a little bit about Central Decatur. They actually um, have had a pretty fine season, uh, and I don't think you went through them like a hot knife through butter uh, in this game. Uh, uh, and everyone I talk to says their offensive line is pretty dang strong. Uh, tell me a little bit of what you what what did you, what did you see when you looked at the film, and what did you see when you looked across the field at that Central Decatur? Well. Uh... You're exactly right. They're a good football team, and and that that football game last night was a it was a battle. Uh, we were able to get on top uh, fairly early, went into halftime eight nothing. Um, you know, our, our game plan in that one was to uh, eliminate potential uh, big plays and and uh, just stay the course, trust what we do, and and uh, be ourselves, stick with our identity. And our identity all year has been been set good defense, execution in the special teams, and and then. Uh, then ultimately, you know, take advantage of opportunities on offense. And, and that's exactly what we did uh, Friday night. So, you know, going to that game, knowing it's a good, knowing it's a good opponent and a well-coached team, I, I really wanted to make sure our, our ball club, uh, you know, was, was tuned up and, and ready to rock. So hats off to our seniors, the guys that put it on the shoulders and our coaching staff for, for a job well done and a, and a well-executed game plan. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, let's talk about um... – what was what was the final score? Uh, final score twenty two to nothing. Yeah, twenty two to nothing. Well, uh, uh, let's start with the defense. Uh, um, as you pitched a shutout uh, against a team that really had scored a lot of points, uh, certainly a team that likes to move the ball. Uh, what? Who was the outstanding players, and what did you have to do uh, to pitch this shutout? 
well, I think the guys that uh, just just held the lineup uh, right away with with our defensive line uh, starting right in the middle with Clayton Van Dyke, and, and then on the on the defensive edges uh, with our ends. Uh, Carson Maston and Mitchell Miller with our outside backers, Blake and Wyke and, and uh, CJ Nichols. CJ had another great game defensively, had a scoop and score touchdown. Uh, but I thought really our inside backers, this is the best game our inside linebackers have played. Dawson James and, and Wyatt Mathis, they were, they were all over the place. And when those guys do their job, it really helps those defensive backs out. And I thought they played outstanding. They, they, uh, we, we got after them a little bit after last week's game at Martinsdale and said we got to cover better and worked on it and worked on it in practice. And uh, I know uh, our, our defensive backs and receivers coach, uh, he, he put a lot of work in this week making sure those guys uh, got ready to go. Same with our linebackers and defensive line coaches. So just really proud of those guys. And those DBs, Jack Bowen had a huge night, had two interceptions and, and uh, tipped a pass to, to get a, a third pick to, to Keegan DeWitt. Uh, so between between the uh, O line or the D line and the, the backers and the DBs, we were able to snag uh, five turnovers. That that's a pretty big uh, uh, way to swing the game. And uh, Landon Montgomery, another guy that uh, played really well in there, and then Terry Gasling, a uh, guy that's been a key to our defense all all year, uh, just played outstanding and, and flies around, makes a ton of tackles, and uh, one of our defensive leaders without a doubt. Okay. Well, uh, let's flip the ball over and let's talk about the elephant in the room. Uh, uh, your your best player, quarter non harder, or uh, uh, suffered a uh, I think a broken leg or something early in the season and, and missed quite a bit. And he was hoping to be ready for the playoffs, but uh, uh, I had a recruiter uh, at the game and he was attacking me uh, that that he did get in this game and he did uh, carry the rock quite a bit. Yeah, it was great to have him back. Uh just to add another piece to our backfield without a doubt. And, and uh, anytime you got a player like him, uh, that, that is, uh, given the green light and, and, uh, he's at a hundred percent or, or close to, or whatever his percentage really was. Uh, we, we wanted to just kind of see what he, what he could do. And, and, uh, he went over a hundred, which is something we needed in that game. And, and, uh, his counterpart, CJ nickel had just, just shy of a hundred, uh, those two running the ball together, um, Man, when you when you got kind of a one-two punch like that, in whatever order it is, uh, they did a fantastic job making making the ball uh, march down the field, you know. And those guys don't go very far without those big boys in front of them. And I thought our offensive line did a really nice job. Central Decatur, uh, I think there were times they they might have had eight guys right up on the line of scrimmage <laughs> between our tight ends. So uh, I was really proud of those guys to to not back down and and uh, you know take on those big guys that they put in there. And, and uh, just just battle for four quarters and, and be able to to win the line of scrimmage and, and take care of the football as much as we did. I think our time of possession on offense, uh, I, I don't know, in the 48 minutes of football, we might have had the ball for 35 minutes of it. So uh, it, it was just a game where we felt like we did everything uh, what we needed to do to get a W. Um, and, it, you know, as I mentioned, that identity of, of being being a strong defense and, and uh, taking care of the football and, and you know, doing the little things right, I think, is, is what we want our mantra to be as we enter the postseason. And last night is uh, was a good example of, of our guys coming through and, and uh, executing the way we want them to. All right. Well, um, sometimes uh, uh, when you've had a player uh, out, uh, you know, you, you, you have to move on without him. And, you, you know, you're, you're busy doing what you got to do without him. And then when he comes back um, – 
I don't want to use the word disruptive, but um, it is a change. And was it good to have him back a game before the playoffs to kind of get him back into the into the fold and into the groove? I think more than maybe his uh, physical ability, it's just his leadership. Uh, he, he's a kid that's got a tremendous amount of experience in this program. And, uh, you know, he's, he's just one that, if you can get him on the field as that as that vocal leader, as as the guy that can uh, keep your keep your team going, and just felt like you know when when he was back out there, we were more of a complete team. You know, uh, anytime you lose some of your players, and and uh, you know whether it's due to injury or whatever, uh, that's you know that takes a, a shot at at your uh, at your team and and kind of the the glue that holds you together. So um, getting you know getting him back and and uh, getting a couple other pieces kind of start clicking. I, I think that was exactly what we were looking for, especially in that, in a big game. Well, uh, is there anybody, uh, not named quarter, not harder that we should, uh, uh talk about, uh, that, that played a pretty good game here. Well, you know, I, I mentioned, uh, those, that old line and, and you don't, uh, you know, you don't get to give those guys a ton of love. And, and we, we run a double tight set, uh, where we ask our tight ends to basically be extensions of the line, they don't, uh, they don't get a lot of, uh, you know, they don't get a lot of press in the headlines. But Mitchell Miller, Blake and White, and you know, I mentioned those guys on defense. Dawson James, uh, they're playing double time on on that. Um, Isaac Voss at center uh, does a great job snapping the football for us. And and you know, it, I don't know how a lot of guys do that. You got to throw that ball back there as fast as you can, and then turn and hit somebody. Uh, not an easy job for anybody. Uh, Carson Maston, Davis Utech, Ben Squires, uh, Clayton Vodike, that group of guys has just, they have really, really gelled as an offensive line the last couple of weeks and, and uh, put the brunt of this, this uh, uh, offensive attack on their, on their backs. And uh, Keegan DeWitt, another guy uh, that's been in that mix, doing that Landon Montgomery, uh, just kind of going on Lucas Seek, uh, Taryn Gosselink, a, a lot of names I'm throwing in there, just guys that have thrown their bodies in harm's way to, to try to spring a run or, or, or get a first down. So I love the effort, and I, I just like how these guys play football. Okay. Well, uh, here at Round Guy Radio, we're uh, uh, big fans of the trench warfare. I was a, a backup center myself. Uh, the reason I was a backup because I was terrible at it. Uh, uh, they never want to have me in there unless it was an emergency. And I, I did disagree with them on that. Uh, uh, it's a lot harder than, than people think. And uh, uh, the center is essentially the quarterback of the offensive line, isn't he? No, you're absolutely right. Uh, uh, everything starts with that player. So, uh, you know, when, when you put the ball in the hands of somebody that has, has got to get it back to your quarterback or your backs and, and uh, you know, we do a variety of stuff back there. Uh, it's got to be on time and on target. And uh, it's it's been a it's been a uh, really uh, continuous thing for us all year. We we just it's been something we've needed to have all year long. We've got it from Isaac, so just really really excited to see what uh, you know both I you know Isaac and, and the rest of these guys keep doing in the postseason because it, it's just something as as you start to see your guys click. Uh, that's that's what you uh, you know that's what you want at this time of year. Okay. Well, let's talk a, a little bit about um, your special teams. You know, uh, as we get into the playoffs and the competition is going to every round step up a little bit, how important is an extra point or a field goal or a field position or a, or a good punt going to mean in the playoffs? 
Oh, the little, the little things add up really quickly, and, and they, especially uh, big games. So field position is incredibly important. Uh, we've done an outstanding job in our in our punt coverage and kickoff coverage. I thought last night our kickoff coverage team uh, did a fantastic job. I think we had stopped uh, – made a, all, all three or four of them uh, were inside the 20 or right around the 20-yard line. And, and when you're looking down the field at, at 80 or 85 yards uh, for offense, there's not a lot of offenses that can just march it all the way down like that. So uh, that's that's really a, a powerful weapon when you got a good kicker, uh, when you got a good cover team or a good punter. And I thought we did an outstanding job there. And then execution on special teams, um, we were able to convert a two-point conversion early in that game to go up eight to nothing, as I had mentioned, and, and then executed our, our two – uh, PAT. So, uh, the, you know, the snap is huge. Uh, Carson Maston on that, Landon Montgomery on the hold, Lucas Seek on the kick, and, and our line protecting really well up front. Uh, it's it's going to be instrumental as the, uh, the as the year goes on. Okay. Well, is there anything more about this game you want to talk about? I think we pretty much hit the nail on the head. It was yeah, great I think we, we, we well we covered the defense, the offense, and the special teams. So. Uh... Uh, well, let's talk about this playoff game you got. Uh, you drew Pekin in the first round. Um, they've had a pretty stellar season. Um, Coach Weber took over a team that hadn't had any wins for a while. Uh, uh, they went 0-8 the first year, 3-6 and the next year. And by God, they're 6-2 and this year. They got a win over a playoff team. They played a uh, uh, the number five team in the state uh, uh, to a pretty close match with Lisbon. Uh um, they did put some points on the board against Columbus uh, in a loss, which is another great team that they played. And, and it seems like each week this season, they've gotten a little better and a little better and a little better. Uh, have you had a, a, a chance to look at any film since you, you know, you just found out a couple hours ago who you're playing, but uh, uh, have you had a chance to look into Pekin? Well, you know, as, as you mentioned, this, this team—they're—they're they're on a roll. They've—they've they've really put up some points the last few weeks, and uh, I'm just—I'm really uh, happy for Coach Weber. Uh, I've gotten to know him over the last uh, few years since I've been at Linville Sully, and and gotten to know their coaching staff and, and the Sigourney Kyoto coaching staff. So, uh, great group of guys over there. So, just just happy for those guys, and and uh, wish them the best. And you know, they—they've got some good things going. They got—they got some good players. Uh, had a chance to look at a little bit of film and. And certainly want to spend more time breaking that down uh, before we, you know, give away all the secrets and all that. But uh, uh, you don't get in the postseason in, in a solid district without uh, having some some good players and keeping them healthy and, and execution. So, uh, without a doubt, they've got they've got some uh, guys that court that quarterbacks made some big plays. He, he can throw the football and run with it. Uh, some good backs and receivers. So we definitely got our work cut out for us. Got to watch film and get a good plan. But uh, you know, just we go into each week about the same uh, process, and and uh, I, I suppose it'll be about the same for us again this week. But uh, at the end of the day, uh, our goal is is uh, play within our identity, and uh, that's that's exactly what we've become. So uh, should be a fun game, though. It's at our place. Um, they, uh, you know, when you when you think about the history between Limbo Sully and, and Pekin, we've we've met a couple times in some pretty big. Uh, games so a couple highly rated teams a few years ago uh, in the playoffs a few times so uh, this will have the uh, makings of a great contest and just looking forward to uh, uh, another game back on our, our home t- uh, home field after a couple road trips yeah I'm really excited about you know when it, when, I, when I look at the matchups there, there's some matchups uh, um, that jump out at me and that was one of them definitely uh, I'm really excited about this game uh, uh, as I'm a big 
big guy on both uh, both teams. Uh, Peak is where my grandkids go, uh, and and I, I'm really proud of of what Coach Weber's done to build that team up. And I, I think uh, uh, this is going to be a good game. But what what are you know? Uh, Pekin is a team that uh, is very balanced. You know, they're very good at running the ball. They like to run the ball, but they certainly aren't afraid to throw the ball. And they uh, uh, will Adam will the thrill there. He likes to put the ball up in the air, and he's a pretty good quarterback. Uh, Scotty Melvin is kind of enamored with him. Uh, uh, what's it? What do you have to game plan against a team that's balanced like that? Well, when when you spread the ball around, and they do a great job of that. If you look at their stat line. Uh, the quarterback's doing a good job of getting the ball to a number of players, and some, you know, uh, when you when you game plan against teams that, that utilize a number of different guys, uh, that just that just makes you uh, uber aware of everything on the field, and, and you got to be you got to be really disciplined on defense. You can't you can't favor one side or the other. So it's going to be important that our guys do their job and, and take care of the little things, read their keys, et cetera, et cetera, uh, and uh, you know mentally prepared, spend a lot of time on film so they can pick up any tendencies players might have or, or things like that. So it'd be important this week that we do that. And, and this is the kind of time of year where you spend more time on, on film and, and uh, working on execution and, and some fundamentals. Uh, that'll be all, that'll all be important going into this one. Okay. Well, uh, uh, how's your air attack been? I know you like to run the ball a lot, but uh, uh, how's, how, uh, how many receivers have you been finding and, and, uh, uh, what are you doing through the air? Well, let's see. Friday night, I think we found one. So <laughs> I know you, for one you, catch, <laughs> one catch. Uh, I know you like to control the ball, but some um, has there been games where you threw the ball very much, or? Yeah, you know there there has been some games where we've thrown it around, and, and we feel pretty comfortable if we need to throw the football. Uh, but when you you know when you try to run the offense, we run. Uh, when you throw the ball, you you throw when you want to, not when you have to, and. And uh, that's that's kind of our mantra to make those kind of plays when when we feel like we need to and and uh, but I you know I, I don't want us to have to go to the well when we when we uh, think of that so b- biggest thing for us on offense I think is just to to uh, figure out exactly what we need to do to get first downs and, and keep the ball uh, in our in our possession and and uh, march down the field and, and just play that field position game but uh, that's just been something we've tried to do all year so that's nothing really new for us but. Uh, I think, you know, throwing the football, um, it's, it's kind of a different guy every week. There's, there's certainly, uh, certain players we've been able to find a little bit more, but, uh, our tight ends and receivers, uh, every once in a while, somebody, somebody pops open down there and our quarterbacks do a good job of finding them. I don't know if you were uh, old enough to remember coach stone there at Pekin. Uh, uh, oh yeah. But he would, he would throw the ball twice a game, once in the first half and once in the second half. And, Gosh darn, three, three out of four of those were touchdowns. Uh, yeah, because kind of... <laughs> it kind of lulled you to sleep. You know what I mean? When he threw the ball, I was like, "What's going on here?" You know, uh, and it really caught the other team off off uh, surprise. So, uh, well, I don't know anything else to say other I'm I'm uh, uh, at the edge of my seat already uh, uh, about this game in particular. I think it's going to be an exciting game. I hope. Uh, Pekin goes up there and and performs well, but uh, I I also realize you guys are kind of a juggernaut and it's going to be a, a, a tough uphill battle. But uh, either one, whoever comes out of this game is going to be pretty uh, pretty ready for the next round. I'm imagining. You know, I, I just I'm excited. It's playoff time and and uh, that playoff playoff atmosphere at Iowa football. 
there's nothing else like it, uh, in my opinion, in, in high school sports. So uh, it's a lot of fun. You know, you, you, the later you go in the year, it starts cooling off, and and uh, you, you know you're playing in the playoffs when when you know you gotta you gotta get ready for more than just your opponents. So I, I just think at, at this juncture of the year. Uh, the teams that, that uh, have found out their identity and figured out who they are, they're the hardest teams to beat. So, you know, you got two teams that know who they are uh, coming, you know, coming out here on Friday night. That'll be a that's going to be a fun football game. And, and hopefully uh, the fans show up and, and uh, cheer their teams on and, and it should be a great contest. It's going it. to be a great night. Linville, uh, Sully, uh, home field, uh, uh, as the playoffs always are, you really you, you took your team deep into the playoffs this year. Uh, I don't see any reason why you won't this year. Uh, congratulations on an outstanding season and uh, good luck in the playoffs. Is there anything we didn't get to talk about that you want to talk about, Coach? I think we're good for now. We're we're pushing up on that twenty five minutes, so <laughs> I think we're in good shape right now. But I appreciate your time tonight, Dave. Well, I, I appreciate uh, you calling in. You have such an outstanding team, such a great program. We got so many listeners over there. Uh, um, uh, and I, I like it. I like what we're doing here. I like this matchup, and, and I'm really going to be interested to see how it all plays out. Thanks for being with us. You bet. Take care. High School Football on Round Guy Radio is brought to you by Mike's Auto Sales of Muscatine, Iowa Tire of Fairfield, Iowa, Kyoto Transmission and Repair, Flint Cliffs Manufacturing of Burlington, Iowa, Wester Drug of Wilton and Muscatine, Jen Fagan, your neighbor's insurance agent. Home Plate Sports Cards of Oskaloosa, Henshaw Trailer Sales of Richland, Iowa, B&B Propane, Richardson's Tech Solutions of Richland, Iowa, Farmers Co-op and Vision Ag of Kyoto and surrounding areas, Packwood Locker of Packwood, Iowa, soon-to-be Griner Meats and Groceries of Richland, Iowa.